There's Lemieux. The center penalty coming up. Look at Lemieux. Welcome to another episode of Talkin' Hockey, the Hockey Talkin' Show. It's Monday. That's why you're tuned in uh, here on UMFM 101.5 in Winnipeg. Grab the podcast uh, anytime, wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, Talkin' Hockey, the Hockey Talkin' Show. This is Season 5, Episode 3, an episode that we're going to call The Manson. Uh, named after... Big bad Dave Manson, uh, former defenseman, bruiser, played for a lot of teams, including the Winnipeg Jets, Chicago Blackhawks, Toronto Maple Leafs. Um, It's co-host Tom here. I am with, as always, co-host Randy. And um, Randy, uh, the fans want to know what... Dang it, I, uh, well, I don't know what the fans want to know, Randy. Well, what do you want to tell the fans? No, here's a question for you. Okay, so you're getting ready f- for your own hockey games. Yeah. What's, what's your window for the pregame meal? Oh. And what's your ideal pregame meal? I'll tell you what it isn't. It isn't hot soup just before you head out the door. <laughs> or tacos. <laughs> yeah, or tacos or uh, any number of things that I have eaten uh, in a rush to the rink. Um, Probably the ideal window is, let's say you play at 9 o'clock, like, you know, 6. Yeah, three hours. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, And the ideal meal, like, what's like what's the meal where you're going to pot maybe two goals, one assist? Yeah, you know, I am so not consistent in what I eat for a pregame meal that it it's hard to say. Uh, but, I, yeah, I know, like, spicy food does, is not a great pregame meal. Yeah. Like, last week, I got something from Aroma Bistro. Uh, <laughs> delicious. Uh, also very spicy. Not a great pregame meal. But um, I think probably I, I used to do a standard sort of pasta thing yeah. if I could help it. And uh, I like that. It feels, you know, once you, if you have time to digest it a little bit, then you're good to go. What but, are your thoughts on pizza, pregame pizza? I don't mind it, but sometimes I um, just, like, get that <laughs> acid reflux or something, you know, and then you're tasting pizza all game. And well, but, last question, yeah. beer before? Uh, no, not you usually. Wait, you wait? You I wait? usually wait. Okay. Uh, the odd time I'll have maybe, like, if I, I have had, like, our, our first uh, gradually game or, no, it wasn't our first game. It was our, our exhibition game. I, would, I had been at a... A social function uh, okay. beforehand, and so you had one, I, maybe four. I, yeah, <laughs> yeah, and uh, I think I played okay. <laughs> okay, well that's yeah. good. You know, the, 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 I, I say the three-hour rule is, is is you know pretty standard, yeah. and yeah, like the hockey the hockey diet tends to revolve around spaghetti. Yeah, I yeah. Think. yeah, yeah. You can't go wrong with spaghetti. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, the key is the the thing the thing about spaghetti is sometimes it makes takes so long to make if you're 
you know, you're yeah. taking some care yeah. with your sauce. 5.30 or whatever. And then next thing you know, yeah. you're like, oh, my God, i got to leave yeah. in an hour, and I'm just eating right now. So uh, uh, it's always tricky. But, um, yeah, I don't know. Anyway, I, basically, I've learned what not to eat, and yet sometimes I still do it anyway. So oh, Sometimes yeah. you got to live yeah. life on the edge. <laughs> so... Here we are, uh, season five, episode three. We're three weeks into the new season here, and uh, you know we've had we've had uh, one show recorded live from the rink. Uh, we did one show where we had uh, a nice little interview with Russ Rankin from Good Riddance, and now we're here uh, recording live at our uh, favorite establishment on Sunday afternoon. So you'll be hearing this tomorrow. Uh, well, you're hearing this today, but in the we're in the past. So. We're going to talk a little bit of Jets coming up here, but first let's talk a little Dave Manson. Tell me the story about what you remember, why Dave has the raspy voice that he does. Yes, so I thought it was a cross-check, but we just checked with our uh, inside sources. Do a little fact-checking, yeah. <laughs> uh, so apparently Sergio Momesso gave him a punch to the throat and, uh, and actually broke his larynx. Yeah. Um, and, you know... This would have been in the early 90s with the huge Jets-Canucks rivalry with, like, Cliff Ronning and Pavel, uh, Pavel Bure, Trevor Linden. Yeah. You know, like, there was a couple years in a row where the Jets faced uh, Canucks in the playoffs. Kirk McLean was their goalie. Canucks and had a strong team at that time. You know, they were building up for that run to the Cup Yerke in 94. Lume, like, yeah. uh, they, you know, like, they were they were uh, pretty solid. And, they like, they wore those black jerseys. Yeah. Like, and they looked mean. My favorite... NHL jerseys maybe of all time I don't know yeah they're, pre- they're pretty up there anyway but uh, honestly uh, actually just a little tidbit about the actual talking hockey theme song yeah the name of that song is actually called throat punch <laughs> uh, you know and there you go. it's about it's about Sergio Momesso so I guess I'm, I must have known it was a punch yeah because I called the throat punch there you go but, uh, <laughs> oh that's a fun fact I yeah. didn't know that yeah there's, there's actually lyrics for it too me and my a friend of mine uh, James Humberstone are writing a record about all the different Canadian hockey teams yeah and that was one song called throat punch nice. about Sergio Momesso I like it. but uh, but yeah no Dave Manson since to that since that day he's got a bit of that um, raspy rough gruff voice which like I felt um, kind of just fits if, like the type of player because they called him Charlie <laughs> uh, that was his nickname uh, Charlie Manson obviously and right he he, uh, he was a bit uh, rough around the edges well he, he was he, you yeah. know he came from the Western League he's born in Prince Albert Saskatchewan and to this day uh, calls the province home um, big you know six foot two 200 pound defenseman uh, he was drafted 11th overall in uh, to Chicago in the 1985 draft and he, he played for his hometown PA Raiders um, uh, WHL team. His son, Josh Manson, of course, is uh, currently a Colorado Avalanche defenseman champion with the Avs last season. And the father and son faced off in the third round of the playoffs last year uh, with son's team coming out on top. And um, <clears throat> But yeah, Dave had a few stops around the league. You know, so here, here's a little rundown of his stats. 1,103 games total in the NHL, 16 years. Uh, most of that time was with Chicago, seven years there, 431 games. Then he uh, came to Winnipeg and moved with the Jets down to Phoenix, uh, spent 205 games playing for them. 
for that franchise and then went to Edmonton, Montreal, Dallas, and uh, Toronto. Was uh, Actually, Dallas was his last stop. Uh, he kind of was there and then came back again. But, um, yeah, he's, he's, he's one of those guys when you think of the 90s, He's like, you know. A, well, he's got the hockey hair, yeah. like those those pictures. But yeah. he he's like the your big bruising defenseman. He yeah. had a, he had a great slap shot. He too. did, yeah. yeah, yeah. But like when you think of yeah, like '90s defenseman Scott Stevens, Dave Manson, like those big bruising guys. Yeah. And sometimes when you get on these uh, internet hockey talking forums, and you know you're talking some Jets or whatever, and people are around here sometimes seem to think, oh, the Jets' defense is too small, too soft, what have you. Um, and they're, they're like, we got to get these big bruiser guys and whatever. Um, and I think that they're just a little bit stuck in the past thinking of the 90s a little yeah. bit. The game has changed. Yeah. So let's segue to talk some Jets here. Um, I actually was uh, rebuttaling a fellow Jets fan Online about uh oh internet fights yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, the side but no they, it was a pretty pretty civil discussion but this person was like very much like the Jets need bigger a bigger blue line more size throughout the lineup and all that because apparently Brendan Dillon was quoted as saying you know we've got some size whatever right like in an interview he said that and um, I actually went and looked. There's only two guys on the roster that are six feet or less. And overall, according to, uh, I think it's Elite Hockey, which I think that's this website here, you can like rank them teams, NHL teams by, by size, size and everything. Yeah. This Jets are the sixth heaviest, like average, and the tallest average. So they do have size. Yeah. Well, um, just think about it. The Jets defense, if, if, if you just think about Brendan Dillon, who's a big boy, yeah. Nate Schmidt, and Logan Stanley, those those three guys were all in the starting lineup uh, the yeah. other night. Uh, you got Morrissey and Pionk and Demello, which are a bit smaller. Yeah. But they're I think they're all each like six foot tall, so it's not yeah. like they're short. But, but that's three big guys, three small guys, yeah, or yeah. three medium or whatever. Like I, I guess if you throw. Heinola in there eventually. He's small, yeah. but also um, well, Sandberg is big though. Yeah. Like, and full disclosure, that's how that whole conversation that I was internet fighting about started was because I, I'm pro Heinola, and I want to see him get in there. I think hashtag his, free Billy. Yeah, and I think that the type of game he plays will translate to the sort of quote unquote new NHL pretty well. Yeah. You know these freewheeling, good skating defensemen who can move the puck. They don't have to be the biggest guys. Yeah, you got to be able to play defense, and that's why Billy ended up kind of getting sent back down to the AHL so that he can play a lot of minutes, and then next time he gets called up, he's going to stick, you know? Okay, here's a question. Kale McCarr, big or small? I mean, I don't think he's a big guy. Yeah. Like, and that's the thing. Like, now he's got an elite uh, Skating sort ability. Of, ability. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, like, there's not too many other guys who can skate like him. And, sure, he's got good hands, but a lot of guys have good hands. But he's, you know, he's got great vision. He's got all the sort of great hockey sense or whatever, but... Not like he's a big guy. He's not he, punishing he, guys in yeah. the corners. He's no. not, you know, but he finds a way to play defense with stick checks, all that kind of stuff. Because, like, they really, in the last couple of years, have really cracked down on all that cross-checking. There's no else, there's right? no trolley tracks yeah. anymore, like yeah. Scott Stevens uh, Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The guy cutting across the middle, Dave Manson, Scott Stevens, they're not going <laughs> to, like, stand you up so much anymore. 
you know, that said, there's still big hits in the game, but they're fewer and further between. So, hey, Chris Letang, even like yeah. great defenseman, he's yeah. maybe what six, yeah, one, six, two, I don't know, guy, but, whatever. Yeah. yeah, but so, still successful, definitely. Um, yeah, so, so Jets wise, you know, the season has started for them, they've only to this. To, to the point of where we're recording right now, they've only played one game so far. Yeah, and they, they play Monday night, so yeah. after our show. Okay, yeah. yeah. So they, they're 1-0. Great start to yeah. the year. you got to like it. <laughs> yeah. Unbeaten. Undefeated. Yeah. <laughs> um, we're planning the parade. Yeah. yeah. So you were at the game. What, uh, what was your takes like from the, from the arena? Yeah, honestly, the first period, uh, one, uh, it was great to see Ehlers, Connor, and Shifley the speed and the way they, they were moving the puck, that's going to be a good line. Uh, PLD with Wheeler and Perfetti, they were making that one extra pass mm. kind of thing. Uh, they like Someone maybe needs to become the, the trigger man on that line or something, but still good, good puck movement. Um, Morgan Barron, Lowry, Appleton, great third line. I'm, I think I'm on the fence now about Appleton. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know. Like, I... He needs I used to, to love him. He needs but, to score some goals this year yeah. to sort of show something. Yeah, like like earn a purpose. Yeah. But like, you know, he kill he kills penalties, but it just seems like, and he played a lot of ice, uh, like a lot had a, a lot he's of a good minutes. Skater. Yeah, but it just felt felt like he's just kind of there. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Uh, and then the fourth line with um, Menelainen yeah. and Gagne. And Gustafson. Gustafson. And I've, I've been a fan of Gus for a long yeah. time. And Gagne scored You're the game on the Gus bus. Goal. I'm on the Gus bus, yeah. <laughs> I got a bus pass. Uh, um, oh, and then the vibe. Hellebuck looked great. Uh, yeah. The vibe in the building. I, I was expecting less people in the building, actually. And it was, yeah. it was a pretty full house. Yeah. Um, well, it, it had been so subdued the last couple of seasons, going from, like, no fans to restricted number of fans to... To like, yeah, you can go, but everybody's got to have a mask on, all, this, all these kinds of um, things. And the vibe in the building was very subdued. It was quiet. Also, the team was boring to watch and not yeah. great. I would say, um, aside from that second period, like, it was a pretty exciting game to be yeah, at. Yeah, and, and so one thing that I noticed watching the game on TV was uh, the fourth line was they got some uh, actual ice time. In fact, it was the fourth line who scored the winning goal yeah. uh, late in the third period. Under Paul Maurice, that third, that fourth line never would have even been on yeah. the ice. Yeah, they would be uh, warming the bench for yeah. sure. Yeah. yeah, so that's kind of encouraging to see because to be a good team, you got to roll four lines. And even if it's not like rolling four lines in equal amounts of ice time, obviously you want your top guys out there more. But still, that fourth line's got to play a good role. And it looks like after game one... Hey, pretty good. Now the Rangers, gonna be a great team this year, no doubt about it. They didn't have Shesterkin in net, but Jaroslav Halak was playing, and he's he's a quality NHL goaltender and has been for yeah. a long time. So. You, you could say that was their third game, and it was a back to the second of a back to back, and yeah. they were playing their backup. But every team has to go through that. Yeah, and, and they, they yeah. still got Panarin, they yeah. still got Fox, they still got Kreider, Zibanejad, all these guys, yeah. and you know. Uh, Hellebuck looked sharp, so um, so why don't we uh, take this opportunity to throw to our first song of the episode? This is a local band called The Rippers. That's with a Z. 
And uh, <laughs> yeah, actually, I think the name comes from Jesse and the Rippers, like okay. from uh, Full House. <laughs> okay. Yeah, <laughs> nice. I'm pretty sure that's where it comes nice. from. Yeah. And the song is called Arena. Yeah. And it's about the Winnipeg Arena, the old one. Uh, so from Randy's report at the new arena to a song about the old arena, this was requested by listener uh, Chris F. in Wolseley. Just totally guessing that he's in Wolseley. Uh, he seems like a Wolseley kind of guy. I don't know. Could be completely wrong about that. We'll find out. Uh, but uh, anyway, yeah, this is The Rippers with Arena. Never been so tired, never been so cold, never been so empty, never felt so old as I do now.
All right, that was The Rivers with Arena. Thanks for the song recommendation there, Chris. Uh, and thanks for listening. And everybody out there who's tuned in to Talkin' Hockey, the Hockey Talkin' Show, we thank you for tuning in. Uh, you can, uh, you know, every Monday at 5 p.m. right here on UMFM 101.5 in Winnipeg or grab it as a podcast, uh, you know, any way that you listen to your podcasts. Uh, any any uh, listener feedback yet or anything? Uh, really just the song request, okay. request there. <laughs> I don't know how to say request. Uh, yeah, no, uh, I mean... No questions from... I haven't, haven't really heard any. I've okay. heard a couple people that have tuned in, though, and were enjoying the, the, the live episode from the rink and everything like that. Right, so, we'll have to do that again. Yeah, that was yeah. a good time. So, and actually, as a new feature for the season, we're going to make an attempt to get some more post-game interviews rinkside with uh, Garage League players as they come off the ice. So, Garage Leaguers, if you're listening, uh, get ready to be grilled about your uh, performance. Iced, yeah, yeah, <laughs> performance. And maybe, just maybe, we'll get a talking hockey towel. Oh, to, geez, yeah. So let's... Uh, we'll check the budget. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> get the intern on that. Uh, well, Randy, it's prediction time. We're at the beginning of the NHL season. Um, you know, some teams have played three games, some teams have played one game. Um, but let's kind of go through division by division and pick maybe... Uh, who we think is going to come out on top of that division and just any other sort of like intriguing storylines from that division. Let's start in the Pacific. Obviously, last night, Saturday night, uh, was the first installment of the Battle of Alberta, uh, which Calgary won. Calgary's got a lot of hype coming into the season. Uh, So I'll ask you, A, do you believe the hype? And B, um, you know, who's your pick in the... Pacific to sort of come out on top in that division? I, th- I think I believe the hype. Like, if you think about losing Kadri or losing um, Johnny Goudreau and Kachuk and then ga- gaining Huberto and Kadri, I-, I-, I would say they're better off now. And also um, uh, Mackenzie Weger. Um, I think they're better off now. Um, it, it, it just all depends on how they all come together. But yeah. not being a huge Edmonton fan, I'm going to enjoy seeing Kadri <laughs> in the mix there. Um, I, I'm not, I'm not going to say Calgary's going to run away with things right now. Same thing with Edmonton. I just feel like, sure, they got McDavid and Dreisaitl, but I still feel like there's some pieces missing, and I'm not yeah. completely confident that Campbell is you know, the goalie to take them there. I, yeah, th- I think I, the one thing for me for the for the Pacific is my team to watch is the LA Kings. I yeah. think I think they're going to be uh, a good team be, this year. They uh, should make improvements on last year when they were a pretty good team. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, no, I, I like LA, and I'd like to see them kind of continue upwards. Uh, you know, they, they haven't had a great start yet, but, they you know, they're only three games in. One team in the Pacific that I think... Uh, uh, people maybe are already writing them off as Vegas. You know, like, they had a terrible year last year. So many injuries. They had, like, half their roster out the entire year or whatever, playing bare-bones roster and back, you know, guys maybe that weren't ready to play all the time. This year they're back, they're healthy, except for Robin Lehner. He's, I think, out for the year, maybe, or most of it. Yeah, I think he's out for the whole year. But so their they got, goalie... They uh, got the Thompson yeah, guy. I like him. And so far, so good. Yeah. You know, now he's... I don't know if he's officially a rookie, but he's more or less a rookie. 
So, like, can you just thrust a guy, a rookie, into a starter role like that? Like, well, we'll see. But um, Vegas is off to a 3-0 and start, and, you know, I'm not a Jack Eichel fan, but, like, I think maybe he's kind of finding his groove, you know? I like Mark Stone. Um, I like, uh, you Marceau. know... Marcel. Mar- yeah, I like Theodore and um, Martinez. You know, they got pieces I really like. Yeah. Um, Kessel now. Yeah. Yeah, they, have, they got Phil Kessel now. Yeah. Um, so we'll see how Vegas does. Good team to keep an eye on because I think a lot of people were didn't really even pay attention to them, just assuming they'll continue to be bad. But Calgary's probably probably going to be the top team in that division. They just they've they look complete and like you say, Uyghur, Yeah. He's a real nice addition to that. Yeah. And they line. had great D last year. Yeah. 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 So. And they've got they've got the goaltending too. They do. They do. And that's the question mark with Edmonton. Like, yeah, Jack Campbell. Like. I don't know. Well, last week on the broadcast, uh, I think it was Hockey Night in Canada, um, they were just talking about, I think it's Connor McDavid saying with Campbell coming from Toronto going to Edmonton, it's like he's now like not in the fishbowl of Toronto and like he'll succeed or something in yeah. Edmonton because there's, you know, like the pressure is, um, you know, not as great as being in Toronto, but still like... Edmonton's got a lot of expectations and weight on their shoulders right now. If, they, if they don't win the cup mm-hmm. this year... Everything aside from winning the cup is a failure for Edmonton because yeah. it's a, then it's one more year from McDavid and Drysaddle, and yeah. like you saw how disappointed they were at the end of last year. Yeah. So then what? It's like you run it back, you try and run it back again, yeah. or are those guys going to start thinking? What uh, else is out there? Because what they got to the end, they got to the Western Conference Final. They lost yeah. four straight to Colorado, the eventual uh, Cup winner. But what if they lose in the second round this year? Yeah, you know? I think they have to get at least to the Conference Final again for yeah. them to be like. Okay, you know, like we're just a step away or whatever. Yeah. Um, and win a game. Yeah. 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 But uh, the other Canadian team in the Pacific, uh, Vancouver, you know, they're they're kind of like hard to read. I can't make out what's Vancouver gonna like. You know, they're they've got a great goalie in Demko. They've got some really solid pieces, but at the same time. They're not really like a fully deep roster, and I don't know if I, I don't think Vancouver's a playoff team. Like they have a lot of injuries right now, but yeah. I also f- I agree with you. Like I think they're. I really on like JT Miller. I really like you know several other players, but Quinn Hughes, yeah, uh, yeah, but Bezer, it's just Pedersen. Yeah, and and I, is Horvat out right now? No, nope. he's not. No contract or something. No, is he's it? playing. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, Tyler Myers was injured. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, the talk is about his next contract, Horvat's next contract. Yeah, and I think year. this would be a crossroads for Vancouver. Yeah. Do they goof, move forward with who they have, or do they make some big changes yeah. uh, and kind of shake it up a bit? Yeah, yeah. So Okay, so teams to watch Vegas and L.A. Yeah, I think so, yeah. And uh, consensus, Calgary probably going to come out on top. All right, let's go over to the Central Division now, home of your Winnipeg Jets. Uh <laughs> Now, the Jets, uh, let's just start with them. Are they a playoff team this year? Do you think uh, they're... Because to be a playoff team in the West, you probably got to be top four in the Central. Like, I don't I don't know, like maybe it'd be five Central teams and three Pacific teams, but let's just say it's going to be four and four. So do you think the Jets are in the top four in the Central? Because, I mean, obviously Colorado is probably the heavy favorite to be number one. St. Louis. Then St. Louis is pretty close behind. I'd say Nashville is better this year, too. Yeah. Yeah. And then, and then Where's Minnesota, Minnesota. Where are they? Like, but yeah. Dallas right now is actually in first in the Central, I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
I mean, yeah, there were they they're two games in. And, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it's a tough division. Chicago and Arizona. I think you can kind of just throw them out the window. Yeah, they're and, at the bottom <laughs> for sure. Yeah. I'm gonna honestly, I'm gonna say right now, I don't think the Jets are a playoff team, and that's basically just strictly off of what we saw last year. Like, until we see more consistent play right. this season, I, they're still the same team. Yeah. Um, you know, if they put a run together of, like, some solid play in this new system from Rick Bonus, then, you we'll know, check I'll, back I'll, in I'll in change. 20 games or so. But, <laughs> like, like you said, like, you know, you, you got Colorado, you got Nashville, you got Dallas, and you got St. Louis, like, and Minnesota is even in there. Yeah. Too. I would say Minnesota's a little weaker this year. But, yeah, they um, lost a few guys. But they're still a good team. Um, yeah. So if that's if that's the the kind of the cutoff point for teams, I don't quite see Winnipeg being in that top four yet. I think they'll really battle with Dallas. You know, like, uh, I mean, maybe Dallas, just for whatever reason, really puts it together this year. But I think... I think Winnipeg, I can really see Winnipeg and Dallas uh, being very, very similar. neck and neck. Yeah. yeah. Well, here, this is a good week because they have St. Louis on Monday and then they have Colorado on Wednesday. So there by next episode, we'll, we'll maybe know. have this whole yeah. season figured well, it's out. It's quite the start for the Jets on the schedule for sure. Like they've, uh, you know, they started with the Rangers and then they got some heavy hitters coming up there too. So, and then uh, in a week... They're hosting the uh, Maple Leafs uh, on a Hockey Night Canada yeah. game, so they they don't get to ease into it. That's for sure. So, would do would you are you gonna say Colorado is gonna run away with the Central? Yeah, I don't know that they'll run away with it. Um, my, I don't. So like Colorado, yeah, they lost a couple of guys there. Um, to me, the biggest loss is uh, the goalie. Uh, Kemper, to, he went to Washington, and they brought in Georgiev, and now they've got him and Fran Kuz yeah. as the goalies. I just don't know. I don't. To me, that's not a tandem that really gets it done. So they're, it's kind of like they're gonna have to overcome that. And you know, I think they'll be a good regular season team, but uh, who knows, right? Yeah. Like, I don't know. St. Louis probably is. I'll say Colorado will be the top team in the Central, but St. Louis will be right there. So that's I don't know. And and as, as far as the Jets go, you nailed it. We got to see a bigger sample size because um, the the positive the positivity and the optimism around the team in recent weeks since training camp started. There's a lot of that around town right now, and people are feeling they're like, okay, we're there's feeling good. We're yeah. feeling good. Yeah. Um, and it was great first game, but we gotta we gotta see that over a, a stretch yeah. here. Yeah, it, so. it, all, it all changes if it's a four-one loss to St. Louis and a six-one loss to Colorado. Yeah, or something, exactly, you know? exactly. But, yeah, so. this week will be a good week for the Jets. Yeah, let's hop on over to the Eastern Conference here in the uh, old the old Metropolitan Division. And Randy, your Pittsburgh Penguins are off to a hot start, two and zero so far. Uh, they play Montreal tomorrow night, I believe it is. And, well, they uh, opened the season against Arizona and just stomped them. Yeah. And then actually they played Tampa Bay last night, and I think they won six to two. There you go. So they're they're scoring goals in bunches. You um, got all the guys like Gino and Sid are both back. healthy. Yeah. Uh, uh, Latang, yeah. Jeff Carter. Yeah. Like I I also feel like Pittsburgh is such a good franchise as like bringing in those 
third and fourth line players from from the AHL mm-hmm. uh, to like really just supplement their their lineup. Yeah, they've always been good at bringing new guys in. To Jake, Jake Gensel was a product yeah. of, of the you know their system, and he, uh, he's scoring forty goals a year. I think Brian Rust is going to have a great season. I'm. Uh, they got Raquel. I'm a, I'm a I'm a I'm a fan of old Rusty, and he's just been so so consistent, and solid the last few years. They got and, Jeff Petrie now. Yep. Yeah, and I think Raquel is skating with Crosby, right? Like with on Gensel. that line. Yeah. And him and Gensel. So that's yeah. a that's a that's a good line. Like those are probably two of the more skilled wingers Crosby's had in his whole career. Yeah, and Zucker is with Malkin. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like they're 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 looking good. Like again. They played Arizona the first game, yeah. and I think it was like 52 to 13, the shots on net or something, like completely one-sided. But, you know, beating the beating Tampa last night, uh, you know, I think Tampa has now lost a couple games to start the season. But, um, yeah, Pittsburgh looks good. I guess the rest of the Met, uh, unfortunately, Patrick Laine went down with an injury. In yeah, Columbus he's going to be out for a month or something. Yeah. Um, some people are picking Columbus to kind of be a dark horse uh, team. Um, you got, you know, you're... I just want to throw this out there that Crosby has six points in two games so far. <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. He's doing quite good. Yeah. Yeah. He scored the first goal of the season for Pittsburgh, and that's the first time ever that he's done it. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Here's a fun fact uh, that I'll add regarding that. Shifley scored the first goal for the Jets. That's the fifth time he's scored the first goal of the season for his team, which ties him with, like, Maurice Richard. And other wow, you know, historical guys. Yeah, yeah. The five. There's two guys ahead of him. I can't remember who it yeah, is. I saw the stat. There's someone yeah. with seven, I think. Yeah. yeah. Seven is the most. Yeah. So Shifley, if he can do it two more, more seasons. seasons. Yeah. yeah. That's an interesting stat. Yeah. Um, that's interesting that that's the first time that Crosby's done it in his whole career because he's been around for a while now. Um, 18 years. So let's talk other Metropolitan teams. I think Carolina's a secret sort of favorite in that Metro. Well, they won it and last then, year. Yeah, and then and then New York, like the Rangers. What about the Islanders? They missed the playoffs last year, and they didn't really change the team, much like the Jets. They're coming back with mostly the same squad, uh, maybe a couple of fringe players here and there, but, like, it's pretty much same, same old, same old new coach, just like the Jets. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, do you think the Islanders, because the Islanders, they took Tampa to seven games in the Eastern Conference Final the first year Tampa won the Cup, I think it was? Yeah. Um, like, can the Islanders get back into it? I think so, and I think if they don't, I think Lamorello is going to make a move. Yeah. Uh, like, I think they need to do something. Um, but actually, quick little shout-out here to our friend uh, Dynasty Hockey oh, Company. Yeah? Yeah. He just did a merch drop, so nice. I got a little uh, Isles. Uh, I ordered an Isles uh, hoodie from oh, uh, Dynasty Hockey Company. Uh, big, big Isles fan over there. Um, but, yeah, I, I, I think, you know, like you said, similar to the Jets, I think those are two teams that are going to kind of turn it around this year. Yeah. All right, we've got a little uh, minute or two left here. Let's uh, hop on over to the Atlantic Division. Um some are saying this is maybe the sort of best division in the NHL this season. Um, there's, you know, you got some powerhouses in uh, Tampa, Toronto, um, Florida, Boston, the old rear guard there. Uh, and then, um, you know, Montreal uh, pretty much kind of expected to very much be in the bottom of that division. Ottawa and Detroit and Buffalo all made major improvements in the offseason. 
and whether or not they're playoff teams, they should be much improved, at least on paper, from from last year. Um, who do you think is coming out on top in the in the Atlantic this year? So for me, like you see the early season Stanley Cup favorite odds, and Toronto is always up there, yeah. which is like, <laughs> I, like where's where's this coming from? Like they, Vegas, yeah, they haven't <laughs> they, they haven't got out of the first round. Like, I know. But they just want people to bet on Toronto so they take your money. Yeah. And but then... does that mean, though, like, like, how often has it been, like, where a team can barely make it past the first round yeah. and then all of a sudden they go all the way to the yeah, cup? Yeah, you like, need to have... You need those couple deep runs like Colorado. They would get to the second round, third yeah. round, and yeah. then yeah. finally, you know? Sort of so progress. So I'm not, you know, I'm not uh, hopping on, no. you know, that bandwagon. Um, Detroit is a team that I'm pretty interested in for, for in, in the Atlantic um, just because of, you know, their, their young core moving up. Yeah, and now they got to Cop and they signed. Yeah. Uh, um, uh, they got another vet that just they just brought in. Yeah. I can't think of him right now. But uh, I just feel Detroit is on, on, a, on a turnaround here. And ultimately, like, I do like, um, like, for the most part, Tampa – has like a similar lineup to the past uh, couple seasons. Mm. Uh, they got an all-world goalie, and you know, with Kucherov and Point and Stamkos and Hedman, like they still got a super strong core there. That mm -hmm. I think they're a team to watch. And also uh, Florida. Honestly, I'm gonna say with Paul Maurice at the helm, uh, <laughs> I don't know. Like yeah. I, I can't see. Maybe maybe it'll be like kind of fresh and new and good for a little while. But I also I don't I don't find uh, that to be exciting hockey um, and for a team that lost in the first round last year I guess it was to Tampa Bay or whatever but um, I don't know I just I'm not buying the Florida hype this year yeah they'll, they'll probably be a f just fine regular season team but yeah it's uh, it's I don't think they're really that much of a danger uh, just with Detroit yeah like I saw something this morning that said, so their third line, it's, they got a, I think they're all Swedes possibly. Average height, six foot six, 220 pounds is their average or something. They got like the a six foot eight guy, they got a six, four and six, three, or, you know, six, six, whatever it is. Anyway, they're, they got a, they got some big boys yeah, there yeah. going on the third line. And, um, Billy Huso, the old blues backup, is now the goalie in Detroit as well. So, I don't know. I like Detroit. It'd be interesting to see them do well. Um, the last team that we have to talk about is Boston. Yeah. I'll just say I think Toronto will win the Atlantic, but I don't think they're going to get very <laughs> – they might win around this year. They might. Yeah. Hard to say. I don't know. I'm not buying it. No, uh, I'm not buying it, but they might. Yeah. Uh, and <laughs> lastly, lastly Boston. in Boston um, – Bergeron actually scored their season opening goal. Nice. Um, and then Pasternak with four points in that season opener. Uh, Krejci is back from from the Czech. Uh, he scored three points. Um, you know, uh, you know Charlie McAvoy. Uh, I like I like the Bruins. Like they're yeah. they're I think they're always going to be in the mix. Yeah, and everybody's kind of like, oh, they're getting older and blah blah blah. And it's true, everybody's getting older. But like, yeah, the Bruins just have a very solid core. With their goaltending of Allmark and Swayman, Swayman showed very well last year in his rookie season. Um, so much so that I drafted him in my fantasy league as one of my kind of uh, 
one of my goalies, and you know I'm hoping for big things from him. Yeah. But the if Bruins, you're listening, yeah, <laughs> the Bruins like I don't know that they're quite as good as uh, Tampa, Toronto. At least regular season, you put them in a seven-game playoff series. Yeah, yeah. different they're, they're story. For the different story. Yeah, um, but yeah, I don't know. Like, uh, and Brad Marchand, he's out until I don't know, like a couple months from now. He's had surgery in the off season. But we've got a little song dedicated yeah. to Brad here. Uh, so coming up here, we <laughs> got we got the Rat King uh, yeah. from the Flatliners' new album. Uh, so. You know, keep keep Marshawn in your uh, thoughts and prayers. <laughs> he, he didn't pass away. He's just injured. But here's the Rat King by the Flatliners. That was the Rat by the, the Flatliners, but the Rat King by the Flatliners, right? Um, Brad Marchand, K 
King of Rats uh, in the NHL. Uh, taking that name from Ken Linsman back in the sort of 70s and 80s. He was a Philadelphia Flyer. And he played for the Bruins, too. Did he play for the Bruins, yeah. too? Okay, there you go. Uh, so the tradition <laughs> is handed down. Uh, but we're kind of going to take a, a cue from that and, and talk about music and hockey, something that we've been mixing on the show for a long time here. It kind of uh, just uh, was announced re- this weekend, essentially. Um, the Winnipeg Jets have now done gone with some personalized goal songs for the arena, um, which before it was kind of just like any time the team scored, it was just like, here's the song or whatever. Um, and what song was that? Well, what was it? I don't see. I don't know. Yeah. It was never really. Like it was Jump before, like way back in the day. For their goal song? Yeah. Wasn't it? I don't know. See? Like. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh, they've now made a thing that they're good. Like, yeah, like each player's kind of picked their personalized goal song if they score. They'll play that tune, so the DJ better get ready, you know? He's got, like, 20 fingers on the buttons. (laughs) Yeah. That would be tough. Yeah. Uh, Especially if it's a deflection or something. Right. Like, you're like, who scored? I don't know. (laughs) Play them all. (laughs) Mash the buttons. Um, But, yeah, when you you kind of think about, like, around the league, uh, what teams are doing, you know, there's kind of always been those classic ones, like the Chicago one there. Yeah. What's that one? Chelsea Dagger. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, there's kind of some real chanting type ones that are like, whoa, oh, Actually, whoa. uh, I think Anaheim plays Brohim by Pennywise. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. some and actually, SoCal uh, when, flavor. When I, was, when, I, when I was at the California Angels, or LA Angels, baseball game this summer, uh, the, the leadoff batter hit a home run and they played Brohim. Oh, there you go, there you <laughs> go. And so, like, that's kind of brings me to this like so Colorado has been known in the last couple seasons at least to sort of sing all the small things by Blink-182 and I don't know if they just fired up randomly or how it starts I think, I think it was just kind of like yeah they really a get a commercial timeout going yeah, yeah. Um, and and I've noticed that watching other broadcasts of American it, it's the it's not really a thing in Canada, but like the American rinks, they seem to, several of them do this, where they, they have their song that they just get into and they sing it. And that I've seen it at like college football or whatever. Not that I watch college football, but you see the highlights and stuff. And I would say like in, in Winnipeg, I, I would remember like when they do like a review of a play, They'll play uh, Stomp and Tom, yeah. the hockey song, yeah. and then everyone gets into that. Yeah. But we, they don't really have a, a theme song, yeah. per se, yeah. to get the crowd fired up. I'd like, you know, Taking Care of Business by the... By the is that BTO or the guest here? I guess that's BTO. BTO. Yeah, 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 yeah. I just feel like that's such a good one for uh, a hockey rink. But anyway, but yeah, no, like, uh, so Colorado had their Stanley Cup banner raising thing the other night. Yeah, on Wednesday. Yeah, they brought in um, Blink-182 guy, uh, Mark. Yeah. Uh, what is their name? Travis, Mark, and, and Tom. Tom. Yeah. yeah, Blink is back. Yeah, Blink is back, baby. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe we'll have him on the show here coming up. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. Apparently tickets for the reunion tour is like, you know, like $1,000 yeah. or whatever. But anywho. Yeah. Um, 
So they brought in uh, they brought in the guy from Blink One Eighty Two to lead them in a round of all the small things. And yeah, and then they revealed the banner. Actually, yeah. another cool thing was Jack Johnson was playing for Chicago. They brought him, in and he was wearing yeah. his Chicago jer- like stuff, obviously, yeah. and he joined the boys, and that was yeah. kind of neat to see. Yeah, yeah, you like to see that for sure. So. Um, Let's go through this Jets list here. Yeah, okay. So the Jets did just kind of release their uh, their songs. And so we'll just I'll just kind of like go through. A lot of them, not a lot of them, but there's some that I'm definitely like, I don't even know what that is. But like, so Dylan DeMello picked This Is How We Do It by Montel Jordan. Pretty good jam. I don't think Dylan DeMello's going to, I mean, what's he score? One, two yeah, goals a year? Yeah, he's going to get a couple. What yeah. we're gonna, and some, some of those will be on the road too. Yeah, so. exactly. Uh, Neil Pionk went with Renegade by Styx. Uh, saw them on New Year's Eve at Niagara Falls one time, nice. like a, a decade ago. Um, Brendan Dillon with This Is Why I'm Hot by Mims. That's one of these ones I'm not sure what that is. Yeah. Uh, new Jet Saku Menelainen, Life, Live Is Life, Life Is Life, whatever, by Opus. I think that's like a metal it band. It sounds metal. It I could think be I metal. can picture their like logo, and it's one of those lines that are like all like, you know, like looks yeah, like a very, metal logo. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he's um, he's Scandinavian, so he certainly, stereotypically speaking, likes Indian, his metal. Yeah, he likes his metal. Yeah. <laughs> Adam Lowry with a great pick, in my opinion, uh, "Sandstorm" by Derude. Uh, we might hear that a few times on the PK. He's he yeah, scored a few shorthanded goals last yeah. year. That would really get the fans fired yeah. up, I think. Um, David Gustafson with a song by Iconopop called Emergency. Is that the one that's like, I don't care? I don't know. Oh, that could be it. It might be. Um, uh, Mason Appleton with Bang the Drum All Day by Todd Rundgren. Classic 80s uh, 80s tune there. Blake Wheeler, he's going with the Notorious B.I.G. and Hypnotize. Good song there. Uh, Nikolai Ehlers, don't know this song. Take the World by Storm by Lucas Graham. Do you think that's like European techno or country? Yeah, it's I hard think to that, say. I think that's maybe country. Okay, yeah. yeah. I think a lot of these hockey like guys are country. Guy. Yeah, yeah. So Morgan Barron, he's got he's got my pick personally for best song of the lot, and that's "Money for Nothing" by Dire Straits. Uh, Josh Morrissey, "Magic in the Air" by Magic System, featuring Chalky. Don't know it. Uh, wow. Sandberg. He's got a classic hockey song for the for the arena, uh, "Back in Black." By I hope ACDC. he scores fifty. This I know, year. right? <laughs> <laughs> um, and then Shifley's tune. I mean, Shifley's going to score a lot. He's got the greatest show by well, the greatest showman. They I have no clue is what that, that from is. the movie. Maybe or I have no it, clue what that even is. So yeah. they would have played that twice at the game uh, on Friday, and I didn't even notice it. Right? Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, big fan of Logan Stanley's goal song, If He Scores at Home. Still DRE by Dr. Dre. Is that one featuring maybe Eminem, Snoop Dogg? It's got the whole crew on it. Uh, Kyle Cop- Capo Bianco's got a good tune too. Bad Bad Leroy Brown by Jim Croce. Jim Croce died very young, did you know that? Um, I forget how. I just read about it on Wikipedia the other day. You know how you find yourself on Wikipedia. <laughs> yeah. uh, anyway. Um, Pierre-Luc Dubois by a song by DJ Otzi called Hey Baby. I mean, it's probably big in Montreal. I have sounds, no idea. sounds very millennial. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Um, Kyle Connor, we're going to hear this one 
you know, a, a lot, I'm sure. It's called One Too Many by Luke Combs. Again, can't say as I'm familiar, but... Sounds country. Sounds pretty country. One too many, yeah. yeah. <laughs> one too many whiskeys and yeah. you drive your truck home or something. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Nate Schmidt going with... I feel like this is a troll uh, type of pick by Schmidt, and he's going Mambo Number 5 yeah. by Lou I think Vega. he's going to just eat that up every time. <laughs> it's too. I like Sam, Sam Gagne's uh, tune, Mr. Brightside by The Killers. That was a classic. That was like an EA NHL, like, 03 yeah. type of song or whatever. Yeah. Uh, so Cole Perfetti, uh, the young feller, going with Booyah Ace. ASAP, I don't know. Uh, we're gonna Never s- heard of that. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, and then, and then, um, uh, the guy they're calling Axel Man Rocket. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> with his greasy flow. Yeah. He's going with a song called Mr. Cool by Snook. Again, not sure that I am familiar with that one. Okay, so if Garage League had the budget and yeah. the, the wherewithal and the system and yeah, the yeah. sound system... You know, you score, uh, you know, uh, like a goal, Garage League coming up this Thursday. What song would you want to hear when you you tickle the twine? That's tough. That's really tough. But here's (laughs) what I'll go with just off the top of my head because I just, I like the way it sounds in the hockey rink. Uh, Now, it wouldn't wouldn't be allowed to have the original because that guy's in jail for bad things. (laughs) But the Hey song. Yeah. By Del local Del, uh, Barber. Del Barber and the No Regrets. Case. Maybe he could be up there with his band yeah. and they just play it live. Yeah. But you know the one, ah, 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 hey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. What about you? Would you? Uh, you know, I would want like a song like with like a impactful beginning. Yeah. Um, yeah, because you really do get like. And it's like they, they play it quickly and it's like yeah. then pop yeah. drop. Like so maybe like something by Sabotage or Sabotage by Beastie Boys. Yeah, yeah. Something yeah. with like a very strong no, yeah. opening and yeah. then and it's like then it fades out. It's like Yeah, you don't want you don't want a slow burner <laughs> yeah, kind yeah. of builder. Like a song. one minute intro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, maybe <laughs> maybe uh, Beastie Boys Sabotage or maybe Sure Shot or something like oh, that. Yeah. yeah. Good call. Yeah. Good call. All right, well, we gotta, we got to kind of bounce here. Uh, that's it for Talking Hockey, the Hockey Talking Show this week. Season 5, Episode 3, The Manson. Um, be sure to tune in next week and every week. Uh, download the show, stream it on... Uh, just hit the link in our uh, bio, or just like go to umfm.com, find Talking Hockey on there. Um, or just tune in to 101.5 FM here on UMFM Radio in Winnipeg. Uh, we're going to head out on one of these picks. We're going to go out on the Morgan Barron song dire, by the Dire Straits, uh, Money for Nothing. Just such a, I mean, this one's going to sound good in the ring too. It's like a classic yeah. guitar, uh, riff. guitar riff yeah. right off the top. Um, Got to like it. So yeah, here's the Dire Straits with uh, Money for Nothing on Talking Hockey. That's the way you do it. You play the guitar on the MTV. That ain't working. That's the way you do it. Money for nothing and your chicks for free. Now that ain't working. That's the way you do it. Let me tell you, damn guys ain't dumb. Maybe get a pistol on your little finger. Maybe get a blister on your thumb. We got to install microwave. Deliveries. We got some movies, refrigerators, we got some movies.